Hello, my name is Eric Norman and these are my thoughts on functional programming. So as you probably know, I am invested in Clojure and I want to see Clojure, uh, the Clojure community grow um, for reasons, uh, which you can probably guess, so I'm not going to go into that. And so I think a lot about what Clojure needs what is is there something that is sort of the bottleneck for growth and you know people talk about different things as as their hypotheses for what would make it grow and i think that what closure needs i'll talk about my hypotheses i think what we really need is just to solve all of the boring problems that other languages have already solved. What do I mean by that? I mean we need a web framework. It needs to be a boring web framework. Um, we need to solve, have a data science story. So data science, machine learning, that kind of thing. You know, it's possible to do it in Clojure and a lot of people have a lot of success with it, but in terms of you know, use this thing and it just has everything you need, that kind of story, we don't have it. And so the reason I call it boring is that I think that, that no one wants to just sit down and do the work. Uh, it's a lot of boring work to put together the libraries, make sure that they run on all the platforms, make it the installation easy. Uh, people um, get very satisfied with getting it working on their machine and then talking about how great the setup is but then not not writing it down anywhere or making it easy for other people so that what took them three hours to set up with a lot of background knowledge someone could set up in 20 minutes with no knowledge and I think that we just need boring 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 solutions to these problems I used to think that we needed a killer app right I, I thought that we needed something that people would learn closure for right that like regardless of their biases or their previous experience with languages they would jump to closure for this one killer thing that was going to solve all their problems and make their life easier. And they wouldn't care about the syntax, they wouldn't care about how bad the error messages are, they wouldn't care about all these things that people complain about because they just needed that thing. But I'm actually uh, now skeptical of that as a solution. I don't think that um, it, it, I guess what I mean is if it hasn't happened already then I don't think it's just going to happen and I don't have any good ideas for what that would be this killer app right and so I've kind of resigned myself giving up that idea what do we need and then it's actually kind of obvious if you just sit there and you know, you give up these shoot for the, you know, swing for the fences kind of moves, like some kind of web framework that makes 
rails obsolete or something that's what I was thinking before you know um, if you just stop trying for that kind of thing and you just work on the obvious holes in the closure ecosystem it's usually more of a the holes are um, coherent story good documentation clear guide for getting started um, the the um, sorry I lost my train of thought a um, clear guide for getting started easy install on all the platforms just the boring stuff and then stability like something that people can invest in and 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 um, their codes gonna run for a while on that platform without like an upgrade cost every time you change something and so you know I I'm suggesting that for a web framework we should just look to something like WordPress as the as the example not to rails because I think a lot of people look to rails as an example of a successful web framework and I think WordPress I mean I think it's it's uh, borne out by data WordPress is way more popular and um, so it's used in a wider variety of of cases and I think also has an, a nice ecosystem and we need a framework if you look at the stuff that people try to do with frameworks in Clojure the most the most popular example is Luminous and what they've done is just given you a good start at a web app the kind the same web app you would write yourself and that's fine for what it is right if you know closure and you understand how the web libraries work using luminous can save you a lot of time because it's all set up for you right it's like this fully integrated solution but I'm thinking of something that allows for much more plugins really it's what it is it's an ecosystem of plugins one of the reasons why WordPress is so successful is that they've separated the users into at least two groups one are the developers who make plugins and themes and the other is the people who are consuming those plugins and themes who are just bloggers basically or making a site for somebody and uh, by separating those two out you you get the best of both right if, if the interface is right and so I I feel like we need something where you know WordPress has its flaws and we can learn from those flaws too so I'm not gonna just copy WordPress right the idea is to make something where it okay and the, I'll also talk about where rails succeeds rails 
is a good framework as far as it creates a it 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 get, lets you program for the web without having to understand the web it gives you a process where you just write ruby code so you just learn one language basically and you can begin to code for the web right you don't have to know sql because active record handles that you don't really have to know html and css although you you do have to start learning that pretty soon but you can start because if you use a scaffold it just generates all that for you and there's the styles built in already that you don't have to you can just work with as they are you don't have to learn them and build the page yourself and that kind of thing then you've got all the security stuff built in uh, there are gems to do uh, users and you know all the login and password reset all that stuff so it gives you um, it gives you that ecosystem but really what what rails is giving you is a process a mental framework for developing web apps and that's why it's so popular at boot camps because they they need to teach you something and something that is teachable is going to be their first choice okay so that's those are the two requirements something that it has a process for how to uh, for how to build web applications and something that allows for reuse of components that are programmers and I don't like that's the thing none of the web frameworks in Clojure actually get much reuse beyond the very basic things so there's some middleware that work then when you get into anything complicated like a user system like let's say buddy it's a library for authentication it requires you have to put this middleware here and then you have to um, give it a table where you can where you're gonna store your users and so the amount of code that you need the amount of stuff you have to understand but before you can actually use buddy is a lot and that's great for what it is I'm not complaining about that but I, I'm trying to I know people are gonna ask me like well isn't buddy that thing and it's not if you read the docs there's a, a really a, a lot of integration that you have to do to get buddy working and it's error prone okay like there's ways to get it wrong that are not obvious you know it's basically rolling your own security buddy gives you the tools and you can put them together wrong we need a single click user system maybe it even comes with that right that I have not figured out what the framework would come with and what would be you know plugins but it needs to okay and this is the third thing that good web frameworks do and you don't even notice they're doing it is they they how do I put this they wrap the web they model what websites do anyway what you're gonna wind up doing if you write a website what do I mean by that 
So in the templates in WordPress, there's a, there's a hook, there's a piece of code you should run in your template before, let's say you write your own template, right? And good templates will do this because it's just a standard. Right before you end your head tag, the close of that head tag, right before that, you run this code that's like, now here's where you put your CSS, right? And then there's a, with that hook, there's a system for registering all the CSS that your plugin needs, and it's gonna get inserted there in the head. There's a, there's a similar hook for the body. And so there's all these little things that are known, I, I wanna call them places, where things should go, where things happen. And the web framework should capture that knowledge, right? That, that these are places where you might wanna put something if you're a plugin. And we need to capture that knowledge. I would love to have it so that we could have one click install for, I need a CMS click, I need a user management system, <clears throat> uh, I need a REST API. And the, the, the solutions have integration points that are well defined and well understood so that they can work together using those minimal systems that all of these integration points are defined by the framework and well documented and you just boom 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 install these things and boom you've got yourself a website that does XYZ um, I know that sounds like magic but a lot of the magic is simply in um, doing the work of just writing it so that it does the right thing because all of these things are well understood and they happen in other frameworks already so it's magic if you if you're just coming to it and you don't want to understand it can just be magic but it should all be understandable now where does the web framework why would you do this in closure and not in you know rails or in wordpress I think that Clojure as a dynamic language with a runtime, you, you know, you boot up the JVM and now your server is running, can give some advantages that um, that you can't see in PHP and even in Ruby. Um, so for one thing, it, you could have all of those hooks. You could have a page in the admin section of your site that just lists all the hooks. Here are all the hooks and there are three plugins that use this hook and two plugins use this one and no one's using this one. And then you could have it show you the code. Where's the code that is running in this plugin for this hook, right? So a lot of, a lot of these problems of, oh, it's spaghetti with hooks everywhere. A lot of those problems can be solved by good introspection, I believe. You know, I, I run WordPress on on my sites, lispcast.com, closuresync.com, purely functional TV. They're all they're all uh, WordPress sites, and I deal with this issue 
of having you know a million hooks in this plugin what is it actually doing but I don't think and, and there are problems with that but the answer is not oh let me let like have more control and like know exactly what is in my middleware stack and that kind of idea that you're gonna totally control it and put it together yourself like you know like a kit car or something it's the it's much better to to be able to rely on other people's code and introspect it when necessary right show me all the plugin or show me all the hooks that this plugin is giving is putting in and maybe even have some customizability and say mm, I don't like it when it does that I like the plugin otherwise but that little hook I'm not interested in so anyway I think that as a dynamic system we can provide we can provide niceties on top of this boring model that's my idea that that there's nothing special about closure that makes it good for the web but it's just nice in general and we should just do some boring solution and uh, just make it nice just you know put in the work and make it feel good so that's my ideas for what closure needs to grow uh, in terms of data science I don't have a lot of ideas because I don't do much data science but I know that one of the reasons a lot of people like R or or MATLAB or Python is that every statistical calculation is already written it's just a matter of finding what is it, what is it called what library is it what you know what import statement do I need and then boom I got it and that is one of the things that we don't have that's all the boring work the boring work of writing all of these statistical modeling functions you know it's interesting work it's, I mean I think this is this is what we do best is like looking at it and saying well I can make a graphics library it's a cool DSL right we do that and you know we, we think we're superheroes but then it doesn't compete with having a graphics library and every single statistical formula ever invented right that's what we need someone to just write all those formulas out so um, I don't know what other applications we we would need um, those are the two that come to mind but we just need more people doing the boring work no, I mean we don't need more people we just need that we just need to do it that's that's my opinion all right these robots that are watching us watching what we click on watching what we listen to watching um, what star rating we give it you know why they do that they don't have emotions those poor robots don't have emotions we need to help them use our emotions tell tell them what's good so that they can learn to recommend things to other people so please please for those poor robots please click on the like button please help them you know 
tell them subscribe give them all the signals that they need to develop a model of emotion and and recommendability all right my name is eric normand and this has been my thoughts on functional programming check out lispcast.com that's my website subscribe like do it mash the buttons see you later bye